T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to Eye on the Community. I'm Vicki Pepper. The plant-based food industry is exploding in response to the demand for a more sustainable, equitable food system that isn't dominated by a handful of mega corporations. So what can farmers do on their land to thrive without animals? Alternatives to Animal Agriculture were presented at a virtual summit earlier this year sponsored by the Rancher Advocacy Program and hosted by Renee King-Sonnen, founder of Rowdy Girl Sanctuary in Texas. She's on the line to tell us about some of the takeaways from that summit. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Renee, I think it's important to state at the beginning of this interview that we may be touching on some subjects that may be very uncomfortable and difficult to hear. Uh, We're going to be talking about people's livelihoods and maybe family businesses that have been passed down through generations. And I want to establish that you and I are coming from a place of compassion and not one of judgment because... People don't know what they don't know. I I certainly didn't for a really long time. And you were married to someone who used to be a cattle farmer. So you've lived that life. Having said all of that, tell us about your journey to create Rowdy Girl Sanctuary. Well, thank you, Vicki, for leading up to ensuring that the audience understands that we are coming from a place of compassion, not judgment. Absolutely. Being former cattle ranchers ourselves in Texas, I grew up in Texas and married Tommy Sonnen not once but twice. Tommy is a multi-generational cattle rancher. And when I married him the second time, he had acquired a hundred acres, about approximately hundred acres, about 96 or so in Angleton, Texas. And I was in no shape, fashion or form a cattle rancher at the time. Mm-hmm. I was a real estate agent, a yoga practitioner, a creative person, you know, playing the guitar, singing songs, writing, producing music events. And so when I married Tommy the second time, I respected and loved the work he did as a cattle rancher, but I wasn't interested in participating. It wasn't until he pulled every, pardon the term, rabbit out of the hat, um, Mm. to, to try to get me to be a cattle rancher. I wasn't interested. So one day he came home and he said, hey, there's a couple of calves down the road that need a mom. Would you be interested in boxing? And I perked up and I thought, oh, baby, need a mama. And I didn't have any kids. So I thought, isn't that sweet? So I said, yeah, I will look at them. So that began my entrance into the world of cattle ranching. And it became Tommy's first nightmare. <laughs> because <laughs> because I fell in love with Rowdy Girl. And one of the calves was named, I named Rowdy Girl. And little Bobo died the very first week we got her. She never got her colostrum, so she did not make it. 
But I always mentioned Bobo because she was there, right up there with Rowdy Girl. She just didn't make it. But Rowdy Girl thrived. And Rowdy Girl became the reason that I went vegan on the Texas Cow Ranch, pretty much. It's all her fault. <sighs> a lot of people say, well, how did you go vegan? I mean, you know, I didn't have anybody waving a flag or no bullhorns. Nobody kind of forced me into doing anything. A cat changed my heart. And now bring us up to present day. Tell us about the work that Rowdy Girl Sanctuary does now. Well, Rowdy Girl Sanctuary does lots of different things. I mean, we have over 137 farm animals here that are all rescued from slaughter, every single last one of them. Our primary mission is to uh, make sure that we are a beacon of hope for animals that are going into the slaughter system. So like cattle ranchers reached out to us as a result of our story going viral, the work out in me, what happened to me in Texas with my husband, uh, what happened is I eventually went vegan on the Texas cattle ranch. And it took five years for that to happen. But when I did go vegan on the Texas cattle ranch and put my foot down and told my husband he couldn't take the animals to the cell barn anymore over my dead body or I'd go up there and buy them all back with his credit card and bring them back home. When I told him that, it didn't set well. But see, what happened is my heart became bigger than his pocketbook. And I pretty much told him, you know, I'm going to buy your cows from you. I I was, I had already been doing all kinds of things behind the scenes to raise money with a, I started a blog called Vegan Journal of a Rancher's Wife. And I was determined to figure out how with my newfound vegan friends, to buy them cows from Tommy and start a sanctuary in the middle of Texas. So I did that. And when I did it, when I raised the money and bought his cows, he was shocked. He didn't think I'd ever do it. He, you know, he made a deal with me, told me I could do it, but he was shocked when it actually started happening. <sighs> and that started a chain of events that led to CBS Evening News coming out and doing a story on us, a uh, department on the road. It led to, Southwest Airlines doing a story. It led to Animal Planet doing stories. It led to a chain of events that catapulted Radical Sanctuary into the media. So that's how the Rancher Advocacy Program happened. Radical Sanctuary's main programming is what we call RAP, Rancher Advocacy Program, and Families Choosing Compassion. RAP, however, is the program that helps inspire and educate other farmers and ranchers to transition out of animal agriculture into other animal-friendly types of businesses so that they can also make money. That's the Rancher Advocacy Program. And before we talk more about the Rancher Advocacy Program and the Rancher Advocacy Summit, can you tell us about the environmental effects of animal agriculture? Oh, my goodness. The environmental effects of animal agriculture are so extreme. Ocean dead zones, deforestation, untold amounts of our planet being farmed for soy and wheat and corn and all of that food going to animals instead of people. And when you think of the dire, dire circumstances that animal agriculture has on our very own lungs of our planet, the Amazon, it is being pretty much pillaged and raped every second of the day so that cattle ranchers can either farm cows or grow food to feed cows. It's 
a ecological and biological nightmare, what we have done. Because the cattle ranching, it was never supposed to be this way. You know, when you go back 10,000 years ago, there was no industrialized killing machine of animal agriculture. You didn't have the type of killing machine, basically, is what it is. And that only kills the animals. It kills our planet. Every second of the day, it kills our planet in one way or the other. And we wonder why we have pandemics. You know, a lot of people want to, you know, brush that under the rug, too, and act like, you know, animal agriculture is not the, the leading cause of pandemics. But I'm here to tell you, when you put that many animals in uncontrolled circumstances, because they're not controlled, they like to think they're controlling them. But when you have animals confined and they're breathing on each other, stepping on each other, feces and urine, uh, eating food that's got feces and urine in it, you can't help but get it in there. You're asking for trouble on so many, so many levels, Vicki. I'm speaking with Renee King-Sonnen, founder of Rowdy Girl Sanctuary. Earlier this summer, you hosted the Rancher Advocacy Summit. What were some of the takeaways from that? Well, the RAP Summit is hosted once a year, every July. And we, oh my gosh, this summit was filled with so much information. We had our, we had our farmers that are in our RAP programming, Jennifer and Rodney Barrett transitioning from a chicken farm to a mushroom farm. One of the takeaways from that is that the farm is actually doing it. After four mm-hmm. years of uh, start and stop, we actually have a chicken farm transitioning to a state-of-the-art exotic mushroom farm. How freaking cool is that? Mm-hmm. And in the middle of Arkansas. Another takeaway is the work that Dennis Vidmar is doing at the Mush Hub. Uh, Dennis Sidmar joined our RAP team, and he is leading the work we are doing on the ground in Arkansas. So one of those great takeaways is just how important relationship building is and how you never know, how you never know who is going to come onto your team and change the way things are going, change the course of events. That was what Dennis did. Another great takeaway was from my sweet dear friend, Connie Spence, who I'm also on the board of directors of her 501c4 called Agriculture Fairness Alliance. A takeaway there is that our food system is rigged. One of the big problems of our food system and our government is that the food system's rigged. We need people, everyday people out there, it's helping change the farm bill. A big takeaway from Connie is, you know, it it isn't good enough anymore to just be vegan. It isn't good enough anymore to just go protest at farms, at restaurants, whatever you do. You've got to get involved. You've got to get involved and start helping folks like AFA change the farm bill. You know, vegans need to get involved. You know, you can join a vegan voter hub. Who knew? There's actually a vegan voter hub. So that was a big takeaway. Gosh, I could just go on and on about the takeaways. Uh, Chili's on wheels. You know, Eloisa Trinidad, the work she's doing to change work on the ground. She's changing the food system on the ground by actually teaching folks that they can eat vegan food for free in communities of color and other communities that they have less advantage. So, yeah, a lot of takeaways. Vicki, I I could sit here all day and talk about the takeaways. Again, I want to mention that if you're a farmer listening right now, a lot of this is probably really difficult and uncomfortable to hear. And like I said earlier, I imagine that for a lot of farmers, theirs is an inherited business that has been passed down through the years. And 
it's a scary thing because you're talking about people's livelihoods. What advice would you give to a farmer who wants to make such a transition? For anybody out there interested in transitioning, especially during the world events that are happening today, whether it be floods, extreme droughts that are going on right now, a lot of flooding in various parts of the country and the world. God knows the droughts are extreme. I mean, in Texas right now, we're experiencing what the USDA is calling a disaster zone in the county we live in. So it's unprecedented, the things we're seeing. So a lot of cattle ranchers are sending their calves to the sale barn in record numbers right now. I mean, right out here where we live, you can see cattle ranchers lined up with their trailers full of calves that they normally would not be sending to market until the fall, late fall. And so here we are. I mean, and me and my husband understand this. You know, we were cattle ranchers. It's, you know, we're looking at these trailers filled with calves and we're just like, oh my God, there is a real crisis. I went myself to the USDA office to see if I could get a grant because we're suffering so much here. You know, we have a drought fund going because we're suffering so bad. And, you know, we could not get an appointment to see a USDA representative until November 3rd. Mm. That's how backed up they are with farmers wanting money because they can't pay for the, the hay to feed their cows. They're starving. And so, you know, if you're one of those farmers that, you know, are just like, God, you know, what else is it going to be? A flood, a fire, a drought, you know, tornadoes, hurricanes. What else is going to come, you know? I mean, the handwriting's on the wall that these farmers and ranchers, they don't know what to do. So if you're one of those farmers or ranchers who don't know what to do, contact us. That's what we do. That is what we are here to do, is to figure out how to help farmers and ranchers transition out of animal ag into other ways of, of a business. Not that we have all the answers, because we don't. But we are on the cutting edge of people that do. So, you know, we are certainly able to talk to you and see what we can do to help. And I'm going to ask you the question that I think everyone who is plant-based gets when they first hear that someone is plant-based. You know where I'm going with this, right, Renee? Oh, where do you get your protein? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How did I know? <laughs> oh, my God. So you're going to ask me, where do I get my protein? Where do you get your protein? Where do I get? So glad you asked. Oh, my gosh. I get my protein from vegan eggs, just eggs. I get my protein from ah, Impossible Burgers. I love them. Kale, believe it or not. Broccoli, peanuts, legumes, beans. The list goes on and on. I've been speaking with Renee King Sonnen, founder of Rowdy Girl Sanctuary in Texas and host of the Rancher Advocacy Summit that took place earlier this summer. Any last thoughts for us? Well, I guess if I have to think on a last thought, it would be my good, honest people in Texas. We were cattle ranchers. We transitioned. Anybody can do it. If we can do it in the middle of Texas, the middle of cattle country, anybody can. And I never in my wildest of imagination would have believed that I would be a victim, and I say this purposefully, of three floods, a Texas freeze, apocalypse, the freeze was horrible, and a drought. Five climactic events in a seven-year period since having the sanctuary. Three of those were floods that we had to evacuate, not just ourselves, but all of our animals that we rescued. We had to evacuate everyone. You know, when we had that freeze two years ago, oh my gosh, 
trying to keep animals fed and water during that time, unbelievable. Gratefully, we didn't have to evacuate it. I don't know how we would have. But here we are now on his route, right here, right now, into hay that should have been in store for the winter. We're using all of that hay up. And it's the last thoughts are, wake up. Wake up. You can go about your merry way, and you can have great days. But, man, everybody ought to be doing their research on what is really going on in this world. Do your research. Don't take everything for granted just for, because Grandma said it was so, because Mama said it was so, because your church said it was so. It's time to, to awaken that part of you that knows that true compassion is not about stabbing an animal with a fork and eating it. That's really not what true compassion is. So it's just time, it's just time to wake up and we hope you, you know, you, uh, you find us on our website, rowdygirlsanctuary.org and rancheradvocacy.org and all of our social media channels, you know, reflect the same, Rowdy Girl Sanctuary and the Rancher Advocacy Program. We are, you can find us across the board. Thank you so much for speaking with us today and thank you for working to make this a more compassionate and sustainable world. You are so welcome, Vicki. Thank you for having me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.